This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Precious Jesus, we love and adore you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Precious Holy Spirit, you are awesome in our midst, truly. We honor your presence. We honor your presence. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst from the beginning of camp meeting. Thank you for what you are set to do. What you are set to do in the days coming, today and in the days coming. Thank you. And dear Lord, in this meeting, in this session, our hearts and our minds are open to receive your word. I declare that I speak and minister with the ability that you supply. And as I minister, burdens are lifted, yokes are destroyed questions are answered and they are workings of miracles we receive your word and we receive the manifestations of your spirit thank you thank you in jesus mighty name and somebody shout amen somebody shout amen is that the best you can do shout amen or better still shout glory so i'm not really shouting with you are you ready in the next 30 seconds we're going to shout glory you will jump you will dance whatever you want to do you can do if you want to run around you can run around are you ready listen shouting is not youthful exuberance no 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 shouting is spiritual hallelujah it is spiritual there's a way god moves when we shout glory are you ready 30 seconds are you ready are you ready at the count of three one two three glory there's nothing he can do about it we have the victory glory to god hallelujah i said we have the victory hallelujah oh glory to god well let me say this again the prophets are here and they are here to help you ensure your heart is open to receive this is the prophets who are with them helping them helping them to build how they prospered through the prophesyings of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. Hallelujah. Ensure your heart is open to receive. Glory to God. As the word is coming forth, as prophetic declarations are made, receive. Receive. Have a posture of receiving. Have the cup of honor. Amen. Honor is a posture for receiving. Glory to God. Are you with me? Are you with me? Glory to God. Listen, like I said yesterday again, you are leaving this camp meeting as the move of the Spirit. Into your sector, into your industries, glory to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Mountains are skipping like rams before you. Oh, I say mountains are skipping like rams before you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are returning and suddenly mountains are looking like molehills. In the name of Jesus. Because the Lord has enlarged you. He has enlarged your heart. He has enlarged your capacity. In the name of Jesus. I'm seeing many leaving this place with commanding power over sectors. Commanding power over cities. Commanding power over industries. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. 
You may be seated. God bless you. Come meeting 21. I can't hear you. Come meeting 21. Hallelujah. All right. Romans 1, 16 and 17. We read the scripture yesterday. I'm continuing our teaching. The victory is in the message. Oh, hallelujah. The victory is in the message. It says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. It says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Isaiah 53, 1-5. Hallelujah. Who has believed our reports? Oh God. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment, the chastisement of our peace, of our shalom, of our prosperity, of our well-being was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just a blessing reading that. Glory to God. First John, quickly. First John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. 4 and 5. Oh, Hallelujah. He said, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. This is the victory. (laughs) This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Oh, then verse 5. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. He didn't want you to leave you doubting. Okay, so who are these people born of God? Is he that overcome the world? Is he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? It means you are an overcomer of the world. Hallelujah. All right, yesterday we began to talk about the gospel as God's only answer. We said that the God does not have two answers, God does not have a plan B. The gospel is his last plan. And um, I said that very deliberately. I believe I mentioned it yesterday. That the reason I went through some of the instances I gave in scripture to emphasize that God does not have two answers is to sell you a resolve to zero in on the gospel. Hallelujah. And also keeping in mind the reality of what's going on around the world now. You see, a pastor said something when he was up, Reverend, uh, Reverend Duca said something while he was up, that Satan is a master deceiver. Praise God. He deceives. His strategy is to deceive. And you see, a lot of times people think um, that just happens by him appearing with the red, red hearts, like they're saying all this. And he just comes and said, I'm the devil. And then he's trying to deceive you. No, no. He creates subliminal systems. He creates and infiltrates the systems you interact with on a daily basis to take your eyes off the gospel to take your eyes off god's answer glory to god forevermore and we went further to say that when we said the gospel it is definite there are no two gospels glory to god when we said the message it is definite it is not subjective if you rightly divide the word you will know what the message is you will know what the gospel is. Hallelujah. And um, we concluded that the message is about the revelation of the person of Jesus. The very essence of his mission on the earth. And the implication of that for the human race. And we say that anything short of that is not the gospel. He may have glory. 
glory that excelleth. The proponents may be sound, not sound now, may be mighty in scripture, but remember Apollos. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I publicly apologize to Apollos. Amen. So that when we get to heaven, you understand that you're just teaching. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Are you still here? All right. So, you see, the, the Bible is maybe a compilation of different literary genres, but the message is one. Are you with me? You may have um, um, prophetic genres of scripture, literature, um, what do you call it, um, correspondence genres of scripture, historical genres of scripture, apocalyptic genres of scripture. There are many sides to it, boy. See, when you look at every part of the canonized scripture closely, the message is one. The theme is one. Are you with me? The sound is distinct. Oh, the psalmist talks about, he said, blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. And I said, that is the distinct sound of the gospel. You can't miss it. It's one. That means he is the testimony of the law, of the psalms, and of the prophets. Are you with me? It's one. Very important. And you see, this message is God's answer. In this message is our victory. At individual levels, at um, corporate level at family level our victory is in the message the healing is in the message the prosperity is in the message the takeover is in the message you know sometimes when people just say and this is very important every time the spirit of god begins to emphasize a thing um, for the body of christ it's so important to relax and understand what the bible is saying about it you know, when people hear, I had to, I had to do some teaching a while ago. When people hear, oh, we are taking over, we are taking over. Many people are saying many things. <laughs> to some people, it's about just being in politics. <laughs> Not mentioning the name of Jesus. Yes, that would have just been, well, this is about the kingdom and its value. So we will just live the life there. Jesus is just a door into the kingdom. Amen. Somebody has actually said that. <laughs> He's just a door into the kingdom. There are many things inside the kingdom. I say your revelation is juvenile. It's not just juvenile. It's destructive. <laughs> are you with me? Why am I saying this? You see, the message of the love of the Father demonstrated by the coming of Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection, and the glories that should follow. This is what we will use to take over. Now, what's the takeover about? It's about establishing the lordship of Jesus first in the hearts of men and establishing his, his rulership in the various spheres of human endeavor. Are you with me? It's not about being innovative and being posh. As okay, I'm just there representing Jesus in excellence. And you are not making him known. No, that's not the takeover. Are you with me? That means if God has told you this industry is yours, take it over from, for me. The victory over that industry is in this message. God is not giving you another method. His method is the gospel. Are you with me? Now, we are not saying that you will not be inspired to do things creatively, okay, to follow the leading of the Spirit. But you see, your backdrop, the backdrop from whence you operate, King James, the backdrop from where you operate in that marketplace must be a sound understanding of the message. That's your backdrop. That is your weapon. That is your tool. That is your life. Oh, glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise God. Alright, so the central theme of all of scripture is Christ and his purpose. And until Christ is seen, I'm going somewhere. Until Christ is seen, you are not really growing. The believer is not really growing. I tell people that a Christian who is not seeing Jesus in the Bible is not growing. A church that is not seeing Jesus, is not seeing the Christ in the Bible, is not growing. They may see other things. They may speak deep languages but they are not growing why god has designed that our growth comes by beholding him in the pages of scriptures by seeing him revealed understanding his essence and declaring and proclaiming the same that is where growth is he said for we all with open face beholding us in a mirror the glory of the lord we are changed into the same image what are you seeing in the mirror the glory of the lord he's talking about the christ glory to god forevermore 
So this revelation of the message is what revival is about. This is true revival. That the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters covers the sea. Revival is not the explosion of mysticism. Revival is not the explosion of mystical knowledge. There are people who are dealing with planetary bodies right now as we are talking. Amen. They are looking at numbers. They are looking at the color of the sun. The color of the moon. I mean, in that realm, Satan will whip you 100 over 100. You are looking to falling stuff to read God. Have you two read in the Bible? He says, God in time past, in diverse manners, spoke to our fathers. In these last days, he has spoken to us through his son. Hallelujah. That means the son is the, is the voice of the father to us now. And revival is the knowledge of his son covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. Second Corinthians chapter 4. We see that in verse 6. It says, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts. Hallelujah. To give the glory, the knowledge of the glory of God on the face of Jesus. On the face of Jesus. Prosopon means appearance. And by extension, he's talking about the revelation. That means the location of the glory of God is in the revelation of Jesus. It's in the revelation of what he came to do. It's in the revelation of who he is. Glory to God forevermore. So true growth is seen. True impact depends on the Christ that you see in scripture. Glory to God. That is where growth happens. That is the beginning of impact. That is a root of victory. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. So, when we study the Bible, what, what is the revelation of God? Remember, the Bible says Jesus is the express image of the Father. So, when we're talking about Jesus, we're talking about the Father. We're talking about God. He's the university of God. If you want to know God, you know Jesus. Okay, to know God, you have to know Jesus. Glory to God forevermore. All right. So, what is that? What, what is the revelation? The Two, I call them the two most outstanding revelation of God that Jesus brings, that Jesus embodies. The first is the revelation of God as Father, and the second is the revelation of God as King. Glory to God. Follow me closely. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, when the genealogy of Jesus okay, was being written, that was by Matthew now. Now, amongst all the names, mighty names in the genealogy of Jesus, the writer of Matthew, I believe, by the Spirit, highlighted two people. He says, this is the genealogy of Jesus. Son of Abraham, son of David. Son of Abraham, son of David. As a Bible student, you know that these two men are embodiments of the revelation of grace. Have it together. These two people are embodiments of the revelation of Christ in two distinct ways. In Romans, you can see, he talked about what did Abraham find? Okay, and then going down, he tells us what David also said concerning the blessedness of a man to whom God will not impute sin. Are you with me? So here, Matthew highlights these two men. He said he called Jesus the son of Abraham and the son of David. Now, when you read the Bible, almost literally through the, the New Testament, Abraham is referred to as father. And David is referred to as king. Are you with me? That means Jesus brought the revelation of the fatherhood of God. And number two, he brought the revelation of God as king. I'm going somewhere. You know, I told you I'll give you the marketplace version of my teaching today. Glory to God. Now, the, the fatherhood of God. Nobody knew God as father before Jesus came. Not really. Glory to God. They knew him as God. When he came, he called him father. In fact, when he was teaching prayer, he told us that the foundation of effective prayer life is the revelation of the fatherhood of God. Father talks about love. Father speaks of covenant. Or when you say, Abba, Father, that is a love word. You are saying, look, this is my source. This is my defender. Oh, glory to God forevermore. So he came and manifested the love of God, the father heart of God. You know, I tell people, Jesus did not change God. Mm. There's a way people you can teach redemption. I was as though God was God. God was this angry man, <clears throat> very angry, angry God. 
push us vexing with everybody. And then Jesus comes and says, Abba, Papa, calm down. <laughs> Papa, calm down. Is it not sacrifice you want? I'll go and die. And then he came and said to the quarrel, No. Jesus did not change God. Rather, Jesus was the manifestation of the Father's heart towards humanity. That means his coming was a demonstration of God's goodwill towards man. Jesus did not change God. Are you with me? He's always been a love God. A father God. What Jesus did was to bring the manifestation of that father god and in that we have the forgiveness of sin in that we have righteousness in that we have redemption oh glory to god forevermore i tell people you know there are people who teach manifestation of songs with muscle that say oh these end time songs are manifested songs are manifest and i tell them you see you manifest to the extent to which you know him as father because the secret of sonship is the revelation of the fatherhood of god songs draw from the father can i get an amen oh you will notice in the ministry of jesus he always called him father i and my father are one oh my father that draws in me he does the works he said my father is greater than all you can go on and on and on he knew god as father and it was seen in his conversation oh i wish someone would leave camp meeting this year and put that in your mouth god is my father and i and my father are one all that the father has are mine my father is greater than all there is no city i cannot take oh there's no sickness that cannot get healed come on now there's no sector that cannot be taken there's no amount of money that is too big for me my father is greater than all he came with it you see it in his conversation no wonder his life was an unending stream of the miraculous oh hallelujah in that fatherhood is the forgiveness of sin in that fatherhood is the revelation of righteousness in that fatherhood is the flow of the anointing for miracle signs and wonders oh hallelujah and the church is a son of adoption oh that means you are the ones authorized to speak in his stead to act in his stead oh glory to god you know you can't look at the term son of adoption from a western construct amen but one of the lessons you learn as you study the bible is that when you see certain terms you have to go back to study what it means in exegesis they call it cultural context amen historical and cultural context when you say son of adoption somebody is thinking of going to if um what do you call it uh, orphanage i said well i need to adopt a child now all right um i'll bring him to my house you'll be in my name this is deeper than that it means the son of authority the one with the right to use the father's resources the one with the right to use the father's wealth that is who we are oh hallelujah is this not something to shout about this is why as a believer never let the devil convince you that you are disadvantaged you can never be disadvantaged no you can't be you have a father hallelujah and your father is greater than all oh hallelujah you see in in the earth realm people boast based on their natural background the more you stay in this world I'm, I'm still going to get there yesterday i talked about staying until you are persuaded the more you stay the more the reality of this world becomes your everyday reality glory to god so i'm speak about boasting because of the natural family you came from you can boast because of the spiritual family you came from oh yes you can you and your father are one oh glory to god forevermore are you blessed already thank you lord jesus he is our father and that's the first layer of the revelation of jesus god has father. there are many things to see about that he is our father and we are his son we have authority in the earth oh hallelujah we are loved unconditionally and that love is the energy of our faith because truly love is the energy of faith oh yes it is it's a faith which worketh or which is energized by love the love there is is not primarily your love work that is secondary because you cannot have a, an effective love work without receiving love from the father it is not possible it is what he works within you that you work out hallelujah so the revelation of his love is the energy of our faith the revelation of this fatherhood is the energy of our faith we have a father hallelujah 
and he will never leave nor abandon us. He will never leave nor forsake us. He said, he has said, so that we may boldly say, oh, that means the equation is not complete until you say something. I would to God, you will live here shouting, God is my father. Oh, I have a father. He loves me so much. I have a father. I'm authorized to use his resources on the earth. I have a father and my father is greater than all. Glory to God forevermore. Remember I told you yesterday that you stay on this message until it gives you a mindset. Until it gives you a way of thinking. It gives you a fixed mental attitude. You respond unconsciously from a mindset. You have a father. Your father is larger than life. No city should intimidate you. Are you with me? No nation should intimidate you. Oh, glory to God. No situation, no circumstance should intimidate you. Oh, they say it's cancer. Your father is greater than all. Are you with me? They say it's diabetes. Your father is greater than all. Are you with me? They say the whole government has come against you. Your father is greater than all. Nothing should intimidate you. Absolutely nothing. And you see, this confidence, you begin to build it by talking. Talk, talk. You don't pay to talk. I wonder why Christians don't talk. You don't pay to talk. The word is my parish. I say it all the time. The earth is mine and the fullness thereof. Glory to God. I will never be stranded in this life. In the name of Jesus. That's me talking. My father is greater than all. Nothing intimidates me. No situation intimidates me. You translate these realities into daily confessions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Meros Kabaliaka. Thank you, Lord. Now, the second revelation, which is what I want to measure in today, is the revelation of God as a monarch. Okay? As the second layer of revelation. Remember, I calls him the son of Abraham. And the son of David, Abraham being father, David being king. Now, um, if your revelation, I wrote it this way, let me read it for you. Your revelation of Jesus is not complete until you see him as a governmental messiah. He's incomplete. Until you see him as a potentate. Until you see him as king and the church by extension as a governmental entity. Not a religious one. Are you with me? Listen, Satan fights what I'm telling you because he knows this is the revelation that will root him out and usher in the coming of the king. The testimony of the prophets, the testimony of the Psalms, the testimony of the law is clear as to a governmental Messiah, which is Christ. Are you with me? It says, Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. What follows? The government shall be upon his shoulder. Hallelujah. The government shall be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. You can put it up. The government shall be upon his shoulder. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor and all that. Everlasting Father. Verse 6, 6 to 7. The Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forevermore. Watch this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now, the zeal of the Lord is talking about the Holy Spirit. Follow this. That means when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, this is part of what he came to fulfill. That through the church, Jesus will have a governmental expression. Oh, are you with me? That through the church, the government will be upon his shoulder. The zeal of the Lord will perform this. So the revelation of Jesus as king is extremely important and by extension the revelation of the church we can read scriptures of scriptures psalm 22 28 he says he's governor among the nations glory to god romans 15 12 oh i love the way the tpt puts it i quoted it yesterday he says it is stem king james says the stem out of the root of jesse you can put the tpt up romans chapter 15 verse 12 hallelujah thank you lord am i boring you 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says, and Isaiah prophesied, an heir to David's throne will emerge. He will rise up as ruler over all the non-Jewish nations. For all their hopes will be met in him. Not some, all their hopes. So if we are waiting for the government to meet the hopes of the nations, we are wasting time. Because their hopes are to be met in him. And the manifestation of him here is governmental. He said he shall rule over all the non-Gentile nations. How is he going to rule? Through his church. Through his church. We are God's extensions on the earth. We are his polythiomas on the earth. Oh, glory to God. That means our stepping out is his stepping out. When we speak, he has spoken. Oh, is somebody with me? Very quickly, let's go to Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Glory to God. He is king. He is king. So he doesn't want to just be locked up in your hearts or within the four walls of the church. He wants to go into every human system and be Lord and master of all. You can write that down. The beauty of this message must be seen in where people are. It must be seen. It must be taken there. Because he is king. A king is not a political leader. No. A king is a monarch. That means everything in this sphere belongs to him. Jesus gave a parable concerning the kingdom. He says, it's as unto a man who found a treasure in the field. He went and sold everything he had. He didn't buy the treasure. He bought the whole field. The treasure is the church. The field is the world. He paid for the whole world. He paid for the whole world. And we will leave nothing untouched. Unturned, rather. We are not going to leave anything to the devil. We will not leave politics to the devil. And say, oh, it's a dirty game. No, no. Go and join any party. Amen. Don't say, oh, this Christian party, Muslim. No, there's nothing like that. You can join any party and sanctify it. Glory to God. You know, I was studying the Bible recently. And it's everywhere in scripture, really. But where was I even studying? It occurred to me, as it is real. He says, he was talking about the mystery of the accosting. He called it the accosting. But he said, bring it to the temple. And the temple will sanctify the good. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. That means when we enter any space, it is sanctified. We don't stay away, we enter. Oh, can I get an amen? We don't stay away, we enter. Because we must give expression to this king, expression, to this governmental dimension of Christ. We must. So he rules over the the non-Gentile nations. How? Through his church. Oh, glory to God. Through his church. Ephesians 1, 22-23, very quickly. You give me in the message translation. In the message translation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, and all these energy issues from Christ. God raised him from the dead and set him on the throne in deep heavens. Remarkable. Oh, remarkable. In fact, reading this alone should kill fear in your heart. Look at the location of your high priest. They say they took your name to Ibabalao on the earth. And you are shaking. Your Babalao is in the deep heavens. Are you here? He's in the deep heavens. Making intercession constantly for you. Oh, glory to God. And all he's asking for is that you join him in the incantations. When you speak in tongues, it's incantations. Oh, when you break the bread, it's part of the rituals. Can I get an amen? When you confess God's word, it's part of agreeing with your high priest. Passed into the deep heavens. He's on a throne. That is royalty. He's on the throne. In charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments. No name, no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. Remarkable. 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 He says he rules from galaxy to government. Then you now look at Nigerian government. Is he really ruling? Somebody is puzzled by that. (laughs) I'll give you the explanation. He is in charge of it all. Is he in charge of Nigeria right now? 
Theoretically, yes. In reality, not yet. And I'll show you. He's in charge of it all. Has the final word on everything. At the center of it all, Christ rules the church. Now the church comes in. Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body. You know that first part, I talked about it a little yesterday. We lead and the world follows. Oh yes, we set the pace. We are not trying to copy them. We are not trying to peep. No, no. Their civilization is behind us. Oh, are you with me? It's far behind us. And listen, there are generations of the church that have manifested this in measures, in types and measures. It's a scriptural fact. It's a historical fact. Are you with me? It says in him was life and the life was the light of the civilization of men. Listen, the church has always been the blessing to the world. All through the ages. Don't listen to the false narrative that the world is trying to establish. It's not true. What they have as modern science today, the foundation came from the church or people associated with the church are you with me what they have as the work ethic that birthed the industrial revolution came from the protestant reformation the the history is there that changed europe and america and it's amazing how that till this moment the impact of that exposure to the world is still there if you go to europe and look at the countries who were leaders in the protestant reformation they are the largest economy in europe germany 3.9 trillion us dollars as gdp ahead britain followed by britain about 2.8 trillion us dollars also followed by france those three nations when they fought, they are still ahead of the other european countries it's not coincidence the effect of the light of this gospel brought in a practical way upon society I know I'm talking to someone. Oh, glory to God. So the church is not a nuisance to human civilization. Rather, we are the help that they need. We have to be, we have to be bold. I believe it was um, Reverend Gomok who said this, that let this message cure you of spiritual inferiority complex. <laughs> let it cure. One of the guys who came back to church says something that we believers should learn from it was Kanye West he says that what that Christians were part of their problem while they were there that Christian made them feel feel they were superior that you meet with a Christian and he's feeling you are doing him a favor because you're a celebrity why the believers the Christians have the main thing that's what he said how true that is how true that is you must see every human who is not born again as a soul. It's nothing special. Their money notwithstanding. They are souls to be saved. <laughs> you are a soul. Your money, are you giving to church? Are you sponsoring the gospel? So what's the big deal? What's the big deal? You are a soul. Are you with me? We must be bold. We have the answers. We have the answers back to our scripture oh yes we do this is why we must let this message seep to our subconscious we must let this message raise our vision we must let this message oh glory to god enlarge our thinking let me not go ahead of myself <laughs> we must let it enlarge our thinking listen if you are fellowshipping with the world and your thinking is small you have not stayed in it enough <laughs> you haven't stayed enough are you with me have you noticed in the bible that god is a god for the poor but not the god of the poor he can get somebody angry but it's the reality he's the god of abraham isaac and jacob if you are poor and you met him he will change you he's for the poor <laughs> you know i noticed something in acts of the apostles hear me god is very strategic let me just give this thing to you as it is god is very very strategic in act of the apostles you see <laughs> before strategic people got saved now that communicates how strategic god is and that communicates how big god is and that communicates what we should we must pay attention to greatness <laughs> greatness god is interested in greatness resounding greatness Am I in the company of the great? You hear 3,000 people were saved. 5,000 people were saved. <laughs> and it goes on and on until you get to Paul. Because God saw the influence he was going to have on the earth. 
All salvation are equal, but they don't have the same impact on the earth. Are you with me? And I'm going to tie it up to something very shortly. Then you, you move, you see the utopian Enoch in chapter chapter 8, chapter 9. You see Paul. Utopian Enoch was minister of finance. God hit him. You go to chapter 10, you see Cornelius. A centurion. God hit him. You go to chapter 13, you see Sergius Paulus. The deputy of the country, deputy governor also. God hit him. Why is God doing this? You see, Jesus taught in, in Matthew 21 or so. He was talking about no sign will be given to this generation except the sign of Jonarai. And then he mentioned the queen of the south will stand against this generation in judgment. And you see, that gives us an idea of God's strategy for harvesting the nations of the earth in this end time. What is the sign of Jonah? Many of you know what I'm talking about already. The sign of Jonah is the gatherings in crusades in churches. But that is not enough. The queen of the south was not converted or was not, did not get exposure to the gospel, to Yahweh, by roadside evangelism, by crusade or church meeting. It was the resounding greatness of Solomon. Are you with me? And those days are here again. Those days are here again. Those days are here again. The greatness of Solomon was an evangelism tool. The wisdom and the wealth of Solomon was an evangelism tool. She said, I heard your fame from where I was. And I came. Are you with me? Back to our scripture. He says the church you see is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts. And I needed to see that. Remember, he's talking about a Christ that sits on the throne. But he speaks and acts to his church. By which he fills everything with his presence. It's to the church. Where his hands and feet on the earth. Oh, hallelujah. Where his extensions of the earth. It is true us, he will fill all in all. Oh, hallelujah. And he wants to fill everything from galaxy to government. Oh, a generation is rising. We are rising with this message and taking the sectors in the name of the Lord Jesus. God spoke to me some years ago. He said, this is how the harvest will be mechanized. This is one of the, my major strategies for mechanizing the harvest of the nations. When believers rise to give, number one, when believers see that I am not just their savior, I'm a king. And I want to feel everywhere. Oh, glory to God. I want to, through them, feel everywhere. Take every step. It says, in the last day, see God, the mountain of the last Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains, exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. That means there will be a flow of souls when the mountain of the Lord's house is established on top of the mountains. And that's very instructive. He didn't say the mountain of the Lord's house shall be taller than the mountains. It shall be established on top. So when you go to sports and entertainment, the mountain of the Lord's house is established on top. When you go to politics, the mountain of the Lord's house is established on top. Are you with me? When you go to commerce, the mountain of the Lord's house is established on top. It's not operating as an independent mountain to say, but there's a penetration. There's an expression that the, the mountain of the Lord's house gives to the governmental messiah. So we are all in ministry. You can write it somewhere. We are all in ministry. All in ministry. Our pulpits are different. But we are all in ministry. And see, this is the time for believers to begin to see the reality of what I just said. From taking responsibility to preparing. Because if you say we're all in ministry, it doesn't end there. He puts on you the responsibility of preparation, of standing up, and of carrying this message to the different spheres. Oh, and it's a great responsibility that has a great reward. Oh, hallelujah. So when we call for prayer meetings in church, when we call for fastings and prayer, beyond the call, you also say that, look, if you are in ministry, you want to be serious. <laughs> oh, you be serious. You be serious. 
This is not plus God minus Satan prayer now. <laughs> You'll be serious. Because the real devils are in the marketplace. We have chased them all the way from Churchill. <laughs> they are in the marketplace. Oh, I tell you the truth, I lie not. Except if what you are looking for there is bread to eat. If you want to stand out for God, oh, that will come for you. <laughs> they will come for you. And with this message, you are ready for them. Because the message is your tool. It is your tool. You begin to penetrate the place. Literally spreading the message there. He will spread it there. You know, Reverend Tokula says something with the adventure that stuck. You see, don't hide your faith in the marketplace. Because your victory is in your propagation of the message in that space. I'm paraphrasing now. That's where your victory is. So it's not about, okay, you are in church, I'll just serve in church. When I go there, no, I don't want anybody to know, I always church. No, 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 no. Your victory. Are you getting it now? This is part of what I meant when I said the victory is in the message. Do you understand? The victory is in the message. The takeover is in the message. How much are you committed to publishing the message in your sphere? Have you taken it as a ministry? If you can do that, he says the Lord gave a word. Great! was the company of those who published it. If you're a partner in publishing the message in your sphere, God will give it to you. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. Listen, money comes to those who have agenda. <laughs> He's a law. He's a law. Someone was complaining to me that this, there's a gay agenda in a city of this country. Amen. They have a lot of money. I mean, real life, I see, that's what I've been telling you people. If you enter the marketplace, you face the devils. Amen. <laughs> she was down talking about um, 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 that these people have a lot of money. I said, no, they don't have a lot of money. They have agenda. <laughs> you think the church doesn't have money? Believers are not raised to live for an agenda. That's the problem. <laughs> the church has money. <laughs> money is available. Money is available. The moment you start living for an agenda, money will come to you. And here is God, this kingdom agenda. To spread this message. Money is a tool. Are you with me? Money is it, it, controlled by spiritual forces. Step out and see. How do you know you can live for an agenda? Listen. These guys believe in what they are doing. Do we believe in what they are doing? How can they carry 200 million US dollars and put it to producing a movie? You know how much hundred million dollars is? Yeah. As of a hundred billion. A movie you watch for two hours. Listen to this. They put two hundred million US dollars into producing a movie. And then put hundred million dollars in marketing. That's three hundred million US dollars. For a movie. And you can't clear your account for the gospel. You are not living for an agenda. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> you are not. Oh glory to God. But that got me thinking. I, I, I always knew they spent a lot of money to make movies. But that one got me thinking. Maybe God just wanted to use to highlight. I said, yeah, it was no time to die. I said, ah, 300 million US dollars. And you think there's anything... That is, listen, when you went to the cinema and watched the movie, did it bless you? <laughs> oh, let me put this. You were entertained, you were blessed. Don't get me wrong. Oh, let me put it. What? You were captivated, but... What, what, what did you live there with? Memories. That was all. That's it. No deposit of eternal verities. No, look at what's happening to you at camp meeting. Some of you are feeling the power of God as a minister. You cannot pay for that. That is more real than the memory or the enjoyment of a two-hour movie in a theater. Yet, they put 200 million US dollars and you are, you are thinking there's something too big to put into the gospel. Oh, absolutely nothing. Oh, we will sponsor this gospel to the ends of the earth. And it's time to start believing God for the billions. For the billion flu. It's not something that is far anymore. Who is with me this morning? And the time to believe for the billion flow is now. Is now. Because there is a cause. Is there not a cause? There is a cause. I said it yesterday, the gospel is not available. Let's not lie to ourselves. It's not available. It's available among ourselves. It's not available. It's not av- Read the Bible. Observe your environment. You raise your vision. It's not available yet. 
we have to put the gospel where everybody can access oh you see god has designed in such a way that every human must have crisis moment the problem is at crisis moment have we placed the gospel close to them <coughs> you didn't hear me every man must get there no matter how arrogant they are life must humble every human <coughs> is a law this is how god designed the algorithm that runs this earth every human <coughs> must come to a crisis moment but unfortunately we have not made the message available enough and the victory is in the message that means the answer to all of life's questions all their crisis in the message oh glory to god forever hallelujah 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 how many top how many top performing applications do we have as the church as the church of jesus christ globally thank god for a few persons leading i'm just giving examples to challenge us are we here by now you know that this dimension of the revelation of jesus takes the focus off you it's about dominion it's about takeover it's about helping others you have experienced him as father but through you he must be expressed as king oh i say that again after experiencing him as father his father to you you must allow him to become king through you because it is through the demonstration of him being king through you that others can experience his fatherhood oh did we get that connection his father to you make him king to you for through his expression as king to you others can experience him as father Amen. oh hallelujah oh hallelujah it seems i'm boring you tonight oh hallelujah say christ is king in me say christ is king through me and you shout to say christ is king in me christ is king through me oh hallelujah and we are not sparing anything we are taking everywhere we are taking everywhere we are taking everything oh hallelujah we are putting the gospel out because he's the hope of all the nations there is no answer coming from anywhere are you seeing the confusion and the lies in the world there is no answer anywhere the gospel of the lord jesus is the only answer that is what has and it's our responsibility to partner with the lord In publishing this message because the victory is in the message the takeover is in the message we saw it yesterday how they Paul take over Ephesus and Asia the message the message the message try it in your sector make a decision from committing that I'll live for this agenda and I'll put everything I have everything I have oh literally everything I have into this thing money will always come because money comes to those who have agenda. Money comes to those who have agenda. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Listen, don't hear this message and sleep and, and just and just okay, um, okay, car meeting is over, I have business as usual. No. Go and stay with this message. Go and stay with it until it becomes your persuasion that the victory is in the message calabosa for personal life for christ being expressed as king the victory is in the message you stay with it until it becomes your daily persuasion until it controls your action i mentioned yesterday that the gap for many believers is that staying oh that staying and as a wrap up i'll just say a few things about that and then we'll pray that staying I call it protracted interface, right? <clears throat> That's the You stay. You stay meditating. You stay listening. You stay praying on the message until your heart mixes with it. Until you can't think any other way. You stay. We, can, we cannot overemphasize this. You stay. I told you yesterday, you have no head until you are persuaded. So the question you ask yourself is, are you persuaded? Are you persuaded that your personal victory is in the message? Are you persuaded that you are to live for an agenda? If you are persuaded, your relationship with the gospel, as far as sponsoring is concerned, will show it. If it's not showing it, you are not persuaded yet. If you are still afraid to give all you have for the gospel. You know, um, I, I, was telling, I was telling our folks something. 
during during the lockdown are you aware that just to create an effect in the stadium human effect in the stadium they bought led screen and line the you know how big a stadium is they line it from one side of the stadium to the other and this and the people's faces were there with sound to give a feel to football and somebody is telling him that now why did i use money to buy led screen when people are hungry Are you seeing this? I'm, I'm bringing out some of these things to challenge you. A whole stadium. Listen. is a law on the earth. If you can believe what you are doing enough to put your all in it, it will produce for you. It will produce for you. It's a law. It will produce. If you can believe the gospel enough to put your all in it, it will produce. <laughs> to produce oh thank you lord jesus it to produce you stay with it until it becomes a persuasion that's the first thing that happens persuasions persuasions <clears throat> not many people are persuaded that was my conclusion last day god began to speak to me if i my message in our last convention that's last year's convention was persuasions prayer and productivity but i almost spent the whole hour in talking about persuasions persuasions Many believers are not convinced about the efficacy of the gospel. They are not. And the problem is that interface. Oh, meko saba. Persuasions. Persuasions. About the excellency of his power. If you are persuaded, who will threaten you? Threaten you? If you are persuaded, ah, you will not look for alternatives. Persuasions. Go on with it. In the Old Testament, Old Covenant. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Somebody say, I beg, I know they go. Amen. <laughs> and Abednego. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said that. <laughs> Praise God. Took over. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, I was just trying to show you the power persuasion. Men who were foreigners, they were young men. In a jazz town. Babylon was a proper jazz town. <laughs> proper jazz town. Proper one. All this one they are talking about. Nothing is happening in the country. Babylon. Read about Babylon. That's a proper jazz town. Mm? Proper just now. As you are coming to office, somebody has snake on his head. <laughs> just bouncing. <laughs> Praise God. But watch this. They took over the sphere. Watch one of the things that played out. The king had a dream and says, Tell me my dream and my interpretation. Marketplace people, hear me now. Tell me my dream and my interpretation. And then this young man had the guts. Daniel had the guts to tell the king, Give us time. If you are not persuaded, you can't talk like that. Give us time. Give us time. We will tell you your dream and the interpretation. Oh God. Oh God. Persuasions. What, what are your persuasions about the power of the God of your covenant? What are your persuasions? Give us time. And then they went to pray. And in the night vision, this secret was revealed. Persuasions. 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 I, I, I mean, they took over the whole place. It flowed from the place of persuasion. They said, don't pray. 21st century, people look for explanation. Well, God says we should obey government. <coughs> we should <coughs> subject to government. You don't know that's in context. If the believers in generations past were, were obeying government, would have been, some of us would have been Pawai Tapas now. Are you with me? Consulting idols. Are you with me? Persuasions. Being a man and a woman of conviction. Conviction that the victory is in the message. That all I need has been encapsulated and given to me. That persuasion comes. Remember 2 Corinthians, sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy 3.14. He says, continue thou in the pains which you have learned. And your heart has been assured of. That means you continue until your heart is assured of. 
you will continue until your heart is assured of. Don't have partial contact with this message. Are you with me? Don't have partial contact. In your house, when wires are having partial contact, can you iron clothes? You can't. Don't have partial contact. Be plugged in. Be plugged in. Your public holidays are for total immersion. Listen, you're already very distracted in case nobody told you. That means there's, there's no too much time for too many other things. Zero in on the message. Oh, zero in. And, see, and when there's a super saturation in your heart, there'll be a crystallization. Oh, there'll be. Persuasion will come. A mindset will be crystallized. Hallelujah. Continue until your heart is assured. Because when you are fully persuaded, you will not stagger. Romans 4. You will not stagger. You see, Abraham staggered not that the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You will not stagger. You will not stagger. Why? You were fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. So there's a continuing. I want to challenge in this coming thing. This is what God has laid in my heart to share. A going back to very, very drastic interaction with the world very very intentional um extended period of fellowship with the message praying meditating amen i'm telling yourself the truth if it's not working yet i am not persuaded if it's not working yet there's only one thing i should do stay more inside there's no such thing as i i, I told I, we saw yesterday what the early church did with the message they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Oh, long time about their speaking boldly. And then Paul took it to another level. Lock people off for two years. Amen. When they came out, they became episcopals. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Are you with me? Stay until it produces persuasions and convictions. Stay speaking, stay praying. And prayer is very important. Prayer, prayer and the word is very important. It is the the fire that causes the waters to boil. Prayer is very important. It drives the word into your spirit. Stay praying. Hearing the word. Extend it. Extend it. Don't do, oh, I feel the anointing of God's spirit on me. Extend it. Mm. Those things you hear, Rev, see, about how they were preparing for ministry, that's how you are supposed to be doing it. <laughs> Prepare for your own ministry. <laughs> and... Prepare for your ministry. I remember many faith adventure ago, Reverend Tennessee he had read how to be led by the Spirit. How many times? I can't remember. He's talked with me. Praise God. That's preparation for ministry. Prepare for your own to stay until it gives you a way of thinking, until it produces a mindset. Listen, I tell people that the ministry of the word the ministry of the gospel did not stop the day you got born again no a major ministry of the gospel is to produce an ideology in you ah is to give you a mindset it, an ideology for lack of another word amen is to weaponize your mind yes you are weaponized your mind is weaponized are you with me your mind is brainwashed and weaponized and by the way, everybody must be brainwashed. Choose your soap and water carefully. For us, it's the water of the word. <coughs> All the story that, okay, the church people, they are brainwashed. If you are not brainwashed, what are you doing? You are supposed to be washing your brain by the washing of water by the word. Constantly. Oh, what do you think he was talking about? Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your That's brainwashing. But you see, that brainwashing will give you an ideology. An ideology of victory. An ideology of dominion. An ideology of power. An ideology of a man and a woman who is invincible. Invincible. That's what it will produce. It will give you the thinkings of a king. It will expand your mind. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, every time you want to take a step and you get intimidated, go back and stay in the message. Because it's impossible to stay in this message and, and things on the earth intimidate you. You don't judge yourself, but go back and stay in the message until mountains look like molehills. <laughs> oh, you come and say, okay, where are the mountains again? Because, listen, God's problem is not the challenges. God's problem is you. <laughs> 
When you were in primary school, two plus two was the problem. Ministry of Education did not call a meeting. Say, Kai, two plus two is too hard for nursery school pupil. You know, it was an exam question in nursery school. Two plus two. You are drawing one, two, then you forgot. You are remembering all your toys. You forgot. One, two. You wrote three. You wrote five. They didn't change the question. They grew above it. <laughs> if they ever brought two plus two for in primary three, you felt insulted. This is what God does. The problem are not the challenges. He grows you. He enlarges your heart. Until you are bigger than the city. You are bigger than the industry. You are bigger than the sector. Are you with me? You are bigger than the mountains. Glory to God. You stay. Good old staying. Good old staying. Are you with me? Good old staying. Oh, hallelujah. And that staying will supply faith to push for manifestation. Oh, you see, when, when you stay long enough, certain thoughts will start coming to you. <laughs> a dear man of God said, many years ago, he prayed a prayer. He said, Lord, I don't believe enough. Because if I believe, certain thoughts should come to me. Why are you not thinking that deaf ears can hear? <laughs> because when you stay enough, I told you yesterday, the supernatural becomes logical. It becomes logical. Certain thoughts will come to you. You look and say, ah, ah, why don't I have an estate in this city? Faith has come. It's not guesswork now. You have stayed. Your mind has been expanded. Are you with me? Why am I not pastoring a mega church in this city when they are souls to pastor? What happened? Faith has come. You can push for manifestation. How did the faith come? You have stayed. Oh, we have. You have stayed. He said, "This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith." A translation puts this way. He said, "Faith is a victory that brings the world on its knees before us in absolute surrender." Oh, hallelujah. That means with this, we tame the world. We tame circumstances. We tame cities. We tame nations. Oh, we are taming nations. Oh, give us time. We are taming nations. We are taming nations. We are taming nations. Oh, we are making Jesus Lord of all. Hallelujah. Speak in tongues and rise to your feet. Mam brebe kosile kombre dile koseste pura dile koposa. Manda kezoste pura badiaka. Hinda bore semila konda siste pura dile koseste paya. Hinda la mando kosie topa. Jeliando kepre dile kososte pa. M jolike prunda. The anointing of me this morning is take over. Is take over. Take over. Take over. The anointing to subdue spaces, to subdue sectors, to subdue cities, to subdue industries, nations. The anointing for marketplace placement. Marketplace placement. Just speak in tongues. Can you receive from this small boy? Can you receive? Can you receive? Just two minutes. Can you receive? Can you receive? Speak in tongues. Liba kapa kepa. The less is included in the greater. If you can take that industry and that city, you not look for food. You not look for car to drive. No, you can't. You can't. Pray. Be like Caleb this morning. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Which mountain do you want? Is it entertainment? Politics? Is it that parastatal? Education? What space? Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Liga Borasapa. Himando siste pura bile kosa. Inamoke patosa. Malike prunde keposa. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.